Hello and welcome to The Weekly Freestyle, Season 2, Episode 5. Thank you very much for the intro, Freya. And um, obviously, if you couldn't already tell, we've got another guest on, uh, a good friend of both of ours, training partner of mine, and a very successful uh, athlete in our own right. And we're going to go into your achievements in a second, Freya. But first of all, thank you very much for being on the pod with us. Thank you for the intro, Dino. Uh, you're very welcome. Um, haven't actually done your intro just yet, so oh. I'm about to kick it off now. Um, but we have... Freya Anderson and me, he's obviously an Olympic gold medalist. We both won gold medals at Tokyo uh, last year. World champs medalist, nine-time European gold medalist, uh, multiple Commonwealth medalists. Was it five, six? Mm-hmm. six in, to- Com- in total. In total, yeah. So six from Commonwealth Games, just gone. And a fellow MBE. Mm-hmm. Um, such as put British swimming and speedo superstar. Wow, thank so, you. Yeah, we've got the big speedo. Big, big name and speedo. Big name and speedo right here in Freya. Yeah, um, shout out speedo. But yeah, we were, and we were just chatting earlier actually, um, newfound rugby fan, is that correct? Yes, I do enjoy a bit of the Bath rugby. A bit of Bath rugby. So our first question was actually going to be, favourite player and why? Because from any team? No. From, from Bath, from Bath from rugby. your team, yeah. Bath rugby. The, the new like passion in your life. Yeah, you know, you love it. Okay. It's, you know, it's your favourite thing, you go all the time, favourite player and why. You know what? Someone has just joined is Ollie Lawrence. Okay. The number 13 or 14, I want yeah. to say. And he's... Um, are, are you are you a fan as well of Bath Rugby? He's a good player. He is, isn't he? I think he joined from Worcester. Yeah. They've just gone under. You know, wasps that went under? They might be going under as well. Right. Um, him and Cam Redpath together are a good team, so I would like to say them too. That's good stuff. That's good knowledge. Yeah, When's I, the next one you go to this game? There is one on the... 22nd of oh, yeah. October this weekend. Hopefully. Potentially. Good stuff. Get yourself a nice ticket. Yeah, maybe you get in the box. That's good. No, that's, I'm joking. That's good stuff. And obviously Bath, that's such a big part of... Sorry, rugby's such a big part of Bath and it's such a great mm-hmm. thing about, obviously, the training we get to do here in Bath. You don't really get the same kind of thing in like the other centres, Loughborough and Sturdy. But one of the first questions we had is, you know, what's, what, what do you love most about, you doing, uh, about what you do in your job? Uh, and obviously, I mean, Bath's like one of the main um, benefits of, of, of doing what you do, but for you personally, what, what would you say is that, um, what do you love most about what you do? I don't know, it sounds a bit soppy, but I reckon just the friendships you make and like your teammates. Oh, thank you. Um, I, obviously, you couldn't do it without them, and like yeah. you understand that as well, do you know? Um, yeah. You probably do too, Alex. Yeah, to an um, Yeah, and I guess also like you can travel the world and yeah. do, and race for fun well we've got gold coast coming up in february yeah we? and training camp like yeah four weeks yeah so which good fun. it's lovely no yeah. complaints really well apart from sometimes training's very hard but yeah we had a tough one today um we had a triple session today actually so it was like swim this morning we had um speed session into a big aerobic set and then we have max testing gym so max pull-ups and then a gym session and then i had max shoulder capacity later on in the afternoon and then we had a descent threshold session in the evening so it's a pretty big one. Mm. Um, been hammered a bit. And how are you finding the return to the season? Because um, my good pal on my left is, um, yeah, he's he's come back in. Um, mm. Struggling. Yeah, struggling mm. a little bit. But I've it's, heard it's that. Grind, I've heard that. Yeah, it is. You've got to get back. You like, I guess swimming involves a lot of a lot of training. Yeah. You can't just skip a few sessions and expect to be back to normal. Um, but I find it quite enjoyable. It does feel like we're already in the. It does pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it really feels like we're back to normal pretty much. Fifth week of build already, isn't it? Yeah, it's just absolutely flown by. So we've what we've had four weeks, and then we're doing a bit more like cross training, like yeah. CrossFit, spinning, circuits, volleyball, volleyball. Got badminton this week. Badminton tomorrow. Yeah. Did you do um, any pigeon shooting? No, I didn't. Oh. For the blokes. So what oh. I did on the relay camp, I did drumba. 
I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Rumba. Rumba. You know, like rumba, like rumba dancing or zumba. I don't know which, if yeah, they're zumba, a yeah. thing. Go hand tight with a drum. So you were dancing. It was very, very hard, actually. It was yeah. very taxing on the body. And I was sweating. Why is it better than just doing like zumba by itself? I don't know. But it did involve a lot of coordination, which ah. is something I don't have. Same with clay pigeon shooting, to be fair. I heard you were good at it. I did win. Did take, no. the, did take the dump. Right. Um, yeah. Did so, you enjoy your time off as well? Because obviously that's a, a big thing that we discussed. Um, as in, you're usually so intense in the week. How was that like? Was it a month off? Or yeah, four weeks off. Um, and we well, it started in Rome at the end of Europeans. So I stayed a day in Rome with my mum and dad. And then we went on holiday to... Lake Garda, and then like day trips to Venice, and then we stayed in Milan for the last two days. So that was really enjoyable. I really liked Milan. Um, but then afterwards, you know, went home to see my guinea pigs and my dog. We've got we've got okay. one of the, we've got a big talking point later on. Okay, it well will, I, I won't spill too much on that. Absolutely, then. absolutely. And then I came out to Bath actually for like two weeks. I was just tootling yeah. around. I did quite enjoy it. Um, but then like also now I've kind of switched into training mode. Sounds quite sad, but excuse me, Dino. Let me. I have made the switch. Absolutely, it's, it's no, not, it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah. But you're right, though. It's like we're, we're five weeks into the build phase. It feels like we're in full-on training already. Like it's all like, oh, you know, one session a day, and then all of a sudden you're doing like proper threshold sessions. Kind of like it though. I like it. Tell you what, I like is when you're on fit, you can literally feel yourself getting fitter every yeah. session. But when you're in like when you're full fitness, it's like you, yeah, don't, you don't appreciate that. it. Yeah. So no, I agree. Um, but that kind of leads us on to um. We're going to kind of go back before we go forwards a little bit, um, and we were going to speak a little bit about your kind of early years in the world of swimming, and obviously you swam for Ellesmere, uh, Ellesmere College Titans, um, not when you started swimming, obviously a recent winner of the Wirral Sports Person of thank the Year. You, so Dino. Yeah, thank you, Dino, yeah, thank you very much, thank you. And you spoke a little bit about where you swam before Ellesmere there, but Ellesmere's kind of got a bit of a reputation for people who don't know of being quite... Um, an intense training environment, I'd say. Um, I don't know what, what you thought about that and whether you thought that was a fair enough roundup or, or how you found your years at Ellesmere. So, Ellesmere, right. I moved there when I was 14. So I think it was the start of my GCSEs mm-hmm. year nine, mm-hmm. if that, I can't really remember. Um, and I was boarding, but I lived an hour away still so I could go home. But that first week, because I was so shy back then, like that first week I was honestly ready to pack my bags and oh, really? leave. Like, I didn't want to stay there at all. Yeah. Um, but you know the, we had so much support and you know with the coaches he managed to bring me back round and mm. just convince me that it's the place to be and looking back I'm so grateful that, that I did stay there and I mm. did get the experience even like the boarding school I think it really helped my confidence yeah. um, so I personally have nothing but good things to say about Ellesmere I mean it was um, obviously a very intense environment because you're yeah. living and training together um, like in the boarding school uh, and doing gym stuff and eating together, everything. But yeah. I, no, I made friends for life there, to be fair. So I've got nothing but praise for Ellesmere. And before, I guess going back even further, what was it that got you swimming to start? Was there anything else that you were interested in when you were at a young age? And what was it that got you down to the pool? Um, I, well, when I first started, I didn't even enjoy swimming. I don't know what kept me going. I think I just, like, when you start getting better at it and you start being more confident in yourself, you just start enjoying it. Um, but that didn't happen until I was, like, 12. I think I think I actually made my first nationals when I was 12, and then the next year I missed out. And then I got back again, thankfully. Um, but 
when I was younger, I was never really doing all the other sports. I was always swimming. I don't know why or how, but, you know, at school I played hockey and netball and stuff, and I did a lot of horse riding, which I still like to do. Um, but, yeah, no, no, I was never really interested in any other sports either, which is quite sad. No, I know. Yeah. Fair enough, because I was not really that interested in other sports. I tried mm-hmm. getting rugby ago. Yeah, yeah I uh, broke my hand the first time I played, so I um, never really kind of played again. Could have been a bath rugby player. Oh, you could have been. You could have been. been in the centre with... Um, Ollie Lawrence. Ollie Lawrence, yeah. Right. I mean, Ollie could have been, you know. But no, unfortunately, no, no, I was kind of saying me though, it was literally just something like. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know how it, I don't know how it was, but. I think it's such a dominating sport. Yeah. I think I remember being life. like in year five and I was, I had morning training and I'd go Madden. to school in year five and yeah. You don't just don't know like, how. you know, people, people play like football and hockey and school. Mm. And, well, you, you, you just did, couldn't you afford did that to. every sport under the sun yeah. you, and, and you can kind of fit them in because it's not like nine sessions a week, is it? Mm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quite mad when you're at school because they're because I went to a school um, very close to Wickham which is obviously quite a big club and it's mad because the, the swimmers just stick together mm. and they're always you can tell the, the, who they are because they're always in first because obviously they come straight up the back of like finish at 7.30 and then like, especially with the boys you can tell from their hair they're uh-huh. just straight out of the pool well we mm. my friends at Ellesmere used to say like me and Phoebe my best friend uh, we both swam and we used to go into like, the study rooms and when the boys would open the door they'd like roast us because it just stunk of chlorine in there <laughs> and we don't we don't been in the pool all day yeah. and it's just it must just linger around and follow you just yeah. pet perfume of chlorine i guess that's so different because like you said you like live you go to school mm. you train with these people it's almost like you live in a training camp isn't it that's what i thought it would be like mm. and i remember telling my mum oh it's just gonna let me going on a training yeah. camp but it wasn't like that first week i just wanted to leave i think because really? of the school the school side of things i'd thought it would be a lot easier than it was yeah. but I was just a bit naive Definitely not 14 as well that's kind of like yeah. slap bang in the middle of your school years yeah I think I was kind of young and definitely very shy so yeah probably hit me quite hard would you do it again though do you reckon would you yeah. go back to Osmere big time and I'd probably yeah. send my kids if I had kids to boarding school fair play fair uh, play not at a young age though no no, no. So, yeah yeah that's fair enough um, I think yeah, a lot of people kind of say the same and, and once they get into it you know it really they actually like looking back on it they do see the benefits mm. um, you know would you, would, would you say that because you came straight from Elvin to Bath didn't you just like I came from my age group mm. to Bath as well would you say it like prepared you for Bath or like life away from home or do you reckon it was a massive massive change you know or, or you know what was it that really drew you like down south to this national centre um, I don't know the move down to Bath was so like natural and organic yeah. like I'd come down a few weeks in the year just for like testing days and stuff. And then we went on camp. Um, and then the reason that I was in Bath, what, two and a half years ago was because of COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but why, why did you come down to Because Bath and, was Loughborough open as well? So. They thought they opened from like the government recommendations so we could do so return to training. in Bath then? No, I was meant to move. If the Olympics had happened in 2020, yeah. I would have done that with Ellesmere and then Oh really? Is that the plan? Came in the September of twenty twenty. Mm. Yeah. But then COVID happened. Um, but no, it wasn't a big like jump. I'd say because like me and Phoebe again, my friend, um, lived together for like, a year. So we, mm. I'd finished school and then lived together for that year afterwards. So it kind of yeah prepared me, I guess, for living down here. And Bath is such a beautiful city as well. Surely that must have had something to play. As yeah, well. big. Well, yeah. I don't know. I never even thought about any other options. I don't know. Bath just seemed like the place for me, really. And. Yeah, I'm definitely very happy that I moved. Did, I guess one interesting thing, did Loughborough or even going out to the States not appeal to you at all? I think I it didn't even cross my mind. I don't know why. I just I think I felt so comfortable with Dave, David. 
um, and just the group in Bath and Bath as a, as a city itself. So. Because your friend Phoebe went out to America, didn't she? Yeah, she did uh, to Florida State. Um, but no, I never sort of crossed my mind. Quite mm-hmm. a lot of people from Ellesmere uh, did, so mm-hmm. a lot of them had connections, but I think it was just always in my yeah. destiny. Because we were kind of like, we're pretty much the same age and we've always kind of gone to, I mean, we've been to European Juniors together. I didn't go to World Juniors, but you went to World Juniors, but we've always been at kind of the same competitions. And I remember we were up for the, um, like you've won this award and I've won this award, but the Emerging Athlete of the Year mm-hmm. Award for the British <clears throat> Awards. Um, and obviously you went to World Champs in Budapest 2017 when you were 17? 16. 16, which is like, insane for people who don't know you know mm. at such a young age to um make a team and you know both our, our friend georgia Coates went to the olympics when she was 16 and i think as a young athlete you know you can kind of get almost like caught up in this insane hype when you're doing so well at a young age is it something you found quite tough or is it something you just kind of like rode that wave all the way into being a senior athlete what, what, how do you, um, you, you found it? I, I think recently I'm, i've thought about it more because yeah. i can look back and be like I, well, especially when like you've had, I guess this summer was three competitions, mm. so it was very tiring. And mm-hmm. I, I was going, I was saying quite a lot. I was like, oh, I did that time when I was eighteen. You know, I was starting yeah. to get a bit like miffed off at it. But it's so different, like the training I was doing, and even the body that I had. Yeah. So like you've gone from being a little kid, and I still expect to have this kind of like sixteen-year-old's body. Yeah. It's so different, um, and I have been thinking about it more often. But it's nice. I don't know. Still be making teams, I guess, mm. and. Hopefully I didn't peak when I was 16, so I'll have to see. No, I'm sure. I remember, I remember Georgia, like, she did struggle with it. Mm. Um, and I'm sure it's been quite tough, tough, like, achieving such greatness at such a young age and then you having to, you know... Back it up, Back it up and yeah. stuff like that. Prove, um, well, kind of prove to yourself and prove yeah. everyone that's watching you, really. Do you find it hard to feel? Do you feel the pressure? Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, I like performing under pressure. Yeah. So I do like to have, like, something to you know race for and mm-hmm. stuff I think the person that puts the most pressure on me is probably myself yeah classic that's fair enough but yeah but we've got a pretty good coach I'd say mm-hmm. who can help deal with that kind of stuff yeah. um, one thing we were going to chat about actually is um, British women at the moment you know the female athletes are, there are so many incredible female athletes in British women at the moment um, but and correct me if you don't agree with this but I'd say looking at the Olympics and kind of the years before and like since then it had more been the kind of the men who have had more success mm-hmm. and more medal success. Do you think it's almost like just waiting and waiting and then all of a sudden kind of the women are going to burst on the scene, it'll kind of come together? Or do you think they've kind of underperformed slightly in the past? Um, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know, like, we've started to put together some relays. I think yeah. one of my relays came fifth at the Olympics, which you wouldn't think that, mm. like, a few years ago. So we're taking a step in the right direction. And that relay count that we did recently just... I don't know, it sort of opened my eyes to that we do have the um, like capacity to yeah, you know, like make depth. some game. Yeah, the depth. Like we do have it um, in the country, which was something that I wasn't even aware of. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, it's not, I think we've taken the right steps forward and yeah. it's nice to have, you know, Mel Marshall's taken the reins on that. Yeah, so um, I guess, yeah, it's kind of a bit of a confidence boost, especially, mm. I think was it, well, this Europeans, the women did well, and last Europeans, yeah, they did, did very well. So it's getting in the right direction, I'll yeah. say. Do you think there's more to come from like the, the, or from yourself personally, or from... Well, yeah, definitely from me. Um, but I think just as a team in general, yeah, the, yeah, I think there's some more in the bank. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like, 
we'll both be able to do this, but obviously Tokyo is our first Olympics. There's something learning to be taken away from it, like carrying into Paris, and I think that'll be the, the one for us because we'll both be kind of like ideal age mm-hmm. um, for that one there. You know, I'm sure we've both taken away things and some different things as well, but you know, what would you say is like something that you've really took away from that meet? Obviously, you had some cracking swims, some swims that you may have done slightly differently, um, but what would you say was the biggest thing that you were going to... You took away from that Olympics, because it is tough, and like that's the biggest stage for us that only comes around once every four years. It's like, it's so hard to deliver when you have to, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a few things that you're able to... Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I took from that was, it sounds cheesy again, but like my own resilience, yeah. because I had, what, I think it was in February... February, I did my back. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. I yeah. And then like MRIs revealed all these problems and stuff, whatever. So I've had that. So I had hampered training, and then just before the Olympics, I think I got like two viral infections after another the months before. So I was going in sort of like scraping the barrel a bit, mm. um, and I had some shocking. No, I wouldn't say shocking. I wouldn't say shocking. Mm, not ideal swim, shall we say? Um, and like I just, you just had to bounce back from them, and yeah. I think. That's one thing I was really proud that I did. Um, I think it happened three times in the meet or something. Like, had a pretty average relay split in the first event, and then I had to, you know, screw my head back on and go mm. again. Um, yeah, and then that just that happened a few times during the meet. So yeah. I was pretty proud of myself how I handled it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'd say is I think in swimming and also being at the Europeans for a couple of days, I think mm. the the girls were actually the ones who were dominating. Were fun. Mm. When when we were there for the heats, it's like all the lads were pulling out and we were but yeah one thing with swimming which I think is so great is that the men and the women seem to be on like a very level mm-hmm. or potentially more of a level playing field than a lot of other sports and like people like yourself can genuinely be like the, the leaders for the sport is there anyone that you look at now or previously in terms of like influences in women's sports that's kind of rubbed off on you um I don't know I would say like well it's good to know that like I feel like in swimming is a lot there's not as much of a Unbalance, yeah. unbalance. Uh, in like you look at women's football and men's football, there's yeah. such a difference. Um, and that's even after the women. Yeah, it's women heading in the right direction. Yeah, it is, but like it's still such a, a oh, massive, yeah. massive difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and swimming is obviously not one of them sports. Well, I mean, you could argue that maybe in Britain because yeah. the men are so much more successful so far. So far. Um, but no, like I always looked up to you know like. Becky Addington, when I was young, mm. she was such a leader for British swimming. Um, so yeah, I, I know it's it's been kind of hard. Like it goes up and down, sort of, with the women in the yeah. in swimming. Um, but no, there's definitely a lot of other like women's sports people that I look up to. Yeah. I'd say. Mm. And would you say that is quite a male-dominated sport? Like, I guess looking back at your journey, or would you say it's quite mixed? And I guess how how would you potentially change things? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's quite well balanced. I don't. It's hard on yeah. swimming. I think all we were going to say is obviously your coach at Elsmere was a, was a yeah, man. good point. Dave's our coach and man is the assistant coach and man mm-hmm. in your system again. In the head coach for swimming's a man. Yeah, former director is a man. You know, it's like everywhere you kind of look, IRS and C coach. Mm-hmm. But and obviously you have now Marshall. Yeah, on the other hand, coach. she's, she's got like a the women's coach of the year or something. Yeah, I think so. Um, and she she probably. The, most famous coach in swimming. Oh, well, I, because she's up there, yeah. She's done mm-hmm. with, well, you like to think Dave's also got yeah, a lot of as well, yeah. yeah. But he's, she's definitely up there, especially in the UK. Um, but would you say it's something you'd like, do you prefer that? Would you rather it was more of an even split 
um, or would it, it's more about you know the person for you? What, what, what would... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's finding the right fit for you. I've always, well, actually, I think I had one female coach when I was very very young. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't know. I just it's just about who you gel with. Mm. It really does depend. Yeah. Um, and mine happens just to be Dave at the moment. Yeah. So. But it's nice to see a lot more women support staff and people coming up the ranks True. and, True. you know, just getting the girl power in the sport, yeah. which is nice. And I really like what Mel's doing in mm. terms of this relay stuff, yeah. just really yeah. egging the girls on. It's really nice. Even in our squad, we've only got three girls and yeah. nine guys. Yeah. I think. So it's still a bit like mis- unbalanced, but Slightly. it doesn't phase me. I really like training with the boys and you're a good laugh, so oh, let it Thanks slide. <laughs> no, I'll tell you that. Well, it's, it's funny though, because it does kind of come in ebbs and flows. I remember when I joined the centre, it's yeah. like me, Tom Darbyshire, and the, the other rest way. of the squad was just like yeah. girls. I think in Loughborough, it's more girl heavy. It, it really is just yeah. depends. It doesn't, yeah. It's not really reflected across the whole uh, across the whole country. No, I'll have to um, do some research on that. Yeah, but um we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about some of your passions actually in a little bit, which is where some of the guinea pigs might have a little appearance. <laughs> um which is a big point for us. Yeah. yeah, one one thing in terms of swimming we alluded to it earlier, we've got to your camps coming up, yeah. competitions, um the time you spend in the how how long were you in the pool for for the Today, yeah, say two two hour sessions and a and gym, gym well, and yeah. a ab <coughs> session before swimming. Yeah, meetings as well. You do. Yeah, I have physio stuff. You mm. have nutrition. And, well, we both have nutrition and then physiologists and stuff like that. Um, but no, it's a really demanding. And yeah, and I guess the, the question would be is obviously is that's something you enjoy. Um, but is it is it can it be tough at times in terms of handling that, or is it you know you just love the whole thing? It does depend. Like right now, I'm in that sort of state of like I really want to train, mm. but sometimes when you're not in that mindset, and I guess this kind of has happened quite a lot to me, where you just fall out of love of swimming, mm. and the work like you can't think of anything worse than jumping in the pool on like a Monday morning. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to look back on them times and to think where I am now. I don't. It would be nice to just keep as I am, you know, really enjoying training and like just wanting to improve myself. Mm. I think. And I said to myself at the start of the year, like, I sort of vote to myself, you're not going to have this swimming career forever, so mm. you may as well just see what you can get out of it. You know, put put everything into it while you can. Um, but no, it can be hard. At, it is hard sometimes, yeah. but you just have to sort of push through. What about starting that pre-season after the Olympics? So obviously you went straight into competition with the ISL. How did you find <sighs> that? Because I know some people struggled with it. Yeah, I think I was one of them that struggled. It was like two-week mm. turnaround. In that time, I sprained both my ankles. So I was pretty much bed bound and then I did my back in and I just had really bad anxiety as well on yeah. top of it all. I think from like the come down, you know, this yeah, Olympics yeah, has yeah. been five years in the making and then it's all over. Um, but you did have to just kind of switch on and get racing mm. again at ISL. So I think, we, where were we? Naples? Naples, yeah. Um, it was a bit of a struggle just because I was just so like spaced out, I think. Yeah. Um, but then once you sort of settle into a routine when I came back and started training again, yeah. and then again it was it was time for Eindhoven, that was another five yeah, week block or something, me, which yeah. I actually really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I think that's just because, I don't know, I really found my love for swimming again. I think mm. that was from the help of just being in that team environment mm. and having, and also like I realised at the time, like everyone has struggles. You know, we were on a team with Emma McKean, like one mm. of the greatest swimmers of all time. Yeah. And like Kyle Chalmers and all these big names, like they all have these issues they have to deal with, like shoulder injuries and stuff. And it just sort of opened my eyes mm-hmm. to like, you're not the only one struggling. So, and like kind of help my mindset. As well. Yeah. A lot of these big athletes are struggling with mental health. And I know you mentioned anxiety and falling out of love with the sport. 
is it kind of a journey that you've been on? Is there any advice you could pass on? Is it, is it something that, you know, we spoke about carrying things forward from like the last Olympics to the next Olympics? And it seems like heading into this season, you've got such a target just to enjoy training and, and kind of reap the most you can. And you said, talk about owing it to yourself. Are there any real like nuggets of wisdom bits of advice you could pass on, would you say? Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say I'm the best for like advice. As in, <laughs> I'm still learning myself. Yeah. But one of the things is just like making sure you're enjoying it and, I know it's very hard if you do suffer with anxiety and things like this and mental yeah. bad mental health like it's so so hard to even go about your daily life um, so I don't know it just if you feel like you need to obviously get getting help and that's what that's what's really helped me yeah. um, and just like taking a step back and one of the things that like I've spoken to one of my therapists about is like swimming's not everything and I didn't realize mm. this until after the Olympics like mm. I'm so much more than just a swimmer yeah. you know like I'm a friend I'm a sister I'm a daughter. Um, and it's just like knowing where to look when the swimming's not going so well. You still have all these other things mm-hmm. that you've got going for you. So that's one of the things that I learned. Yeah. Say. No, I think I think that's brilliant. I think everyone everyone can take stuff away from that. Um, and speaking about you know being a full person outside of swimming, I think that leads us very nicely onto a lot of your passions. And it's mm-hmm. literally the one thing I said, and I was telling Alex all about it. And you found love for kind of art and painting. And I didn't realize, you know, our coach Dave's people who don't know has got one of your paintings up in his up in his office and it's absolutely brilliant has it always been something you've liked doing is it something that you've just brought back recently um, um, it's always something that I've been good at yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything yeah. but I, I, I don't know paintings <laughs> I did a little fruit series uh, Dave's got a little watermelon slice that yeah. I did for him because I asked what his favourite fruit was and he said it was a watermelon so I painted him one but when I was younger I think my mum my mum was telling me that like I used to draw I, I was obsessed with horses like mm-hmm. I said I used to horse ride so I'd draw like pictures of horses for like my like reception teacher <laughs> like everyone would get be a bit like how's she done that so, <laughs> so I think I was quite good at it and yeah. then I mean I studied it in school I did it for a level yeah um, and then so I must have left school in 2019 and I didn't touch any yeah. sort of art since and then well, I don't know when was it this year like in April or May maybe even later that yeah. I just started painting again so I was like you needed something to sort of decompress yeah. from swimming. I guess that's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing do little paintings again, but it's kind of gone back. Settled down a little bit. Yeah, so well, I, I need to pick it up again. Yeah, I think it's good, like you said, you know, realise, like, get away from the pool. Yeah. Even Dave's good at that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes no, so, so at the end of the day, you know, it's just sport. And he's, that's coming from somebody that like, lives and yeah. breathes it. Like, people who don't know our coach, Dave, like, he doesn't switch off from his sport to the point where he, like, wakes up in the middle of the night yeah. with, like, sets. He's dreaming about <laughs> sets and stuff, and he tells us about it. Um, maybe now's a good time to bring the guinea pigs yeah so we actually want to do a big shout out <laughs> talking about uh, your family obviously um, and some of the yeah they, they, they're quite notorious in the Bath National Centre yeah they are they're, These are, I think top of conversation maybe every day big topic of conversation mm-hmm. for a number of reasons um, but <laughs> yeah they've made a few appearances on the social medias yeah. um, nice. I love my girls for people who don't know to give a little rundown of the, of the family of the team at the moment uh, so at my family home which is up mm. in Wirral near Liverpool um, we've got a shed of guinea pigs and I've got seven at the moment well should I say my mum has seven yeah um, but Shout out to Helen. Hi, Helen. Big up, <laughs> Helen. She'll be listening. Big up. Um, we've always had them when I was younger. Yeah. And then I think three years ago, my mum just brought two home. And we were like, oh my God, wow. Like, as a surprise. And then it just kept adding to them. There you go. So, yeah, just kept adding them. So, are you getting some of your own bath? That's the question. Yeah, when they, like, did they ever come down? Mom, Get on the train. <laughs> <laughs> my mum won't let them because she thinks they'd have a heart attack oh. if I drove them down. I really wanted to bring Smidge down, but she, I think... But you're driving 
But um, no. I, well, I did buy two of my own when I was at Isles Mill living yeah. in the house, and then COVID happened, so I had to introduce them to the herd. Oh, no so now you can't take them away because no they're just gelled. All the sisters. Or maybe in a new place you might be able to. Yeah, stop my own little, little. Yeah. I don't know, cage for them. I guess they live in a cage. Cage. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine live in a shed, so. Fair play. Sometimes can be very nice though. Yeah, it was a lovely shed. Absolutely. It is a lovely Absolutely. shed. Piggy Village. Piggy Village. So there we called. go. Shout out to Piggy Village. <laughs> Looking forward to paying a visit to Piggy Village. I last to come see them. <laughs> They'll love that. And there is, if you weren't to be a swimmer, is there anything that you could see yourself doing? there any other sort of like ambitions you had as a youngster still still have now yeah when i was young i always said that i was going to be a vet which if you, if you look at yeah I'm back on the guinea pig theme yeah. but if you look at me now like oh that was a bit of a long shot but i used to actually be really clever until swimming took over so i always wanted to be a vet um which is obviously a very hard industry to break mm. into. Obviously, you need to do a lot of studying. Still got plenty of time, though. I know, but you never know. When I finish my swimming career, you might Absolutely. see me on Supervet. Might do. So there you go. But no, I, 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 if I wasn't swimming, I'd probably be at uni. That's the thing. That's what I, people, I get annoyed sometimes. And I shouldn't get annoyed because people just don't really understand the sport. But whenever I tell people about what we do, you know, we've both got Olympic gold medals to our names. But because of the nature of the sport and people's view on it, they always say, oh, but you know, do you also have a job as well? And, you know, a real job? Or... The, amount, the amount of time I speak to, to friends or say some family members and they say, um, oh, so what, yeah, what, Tom, what does Tom do with his, you know, what else is he doing? Yeah. yeah. He's training like full time. Yeah, it's like, spare time. A, you don't ask a footballer if they have another job, do you? They're not working around Tesco's or something, are they? Well, that guy looks like most salary works in our uh, cafe in Bath, to be fair. Oh, well, yeah. Um, that's but no, that's beside the point. You don't work. <laughs> you don't ask someone who's the best. Is that the, the STV? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't ask someone who's the best at what they do in the world. Yeah. What else they do. Yeah, yeah. true. Well, people are always like, oh, but you, you also study, don't you? Also, it's like, no, like, because I think people think swimming's like what you do as a kid, where you do mm. it in an hour or two hours in the morning, you're right at the end of the day, and then obviously you do stuff between the day. People can't seem to wrap their head around how the fact that we we come to training half an hour, 45 minutes before training, do a full-on pre-session. We do two, two and a half hours in the pool, followed by post-pool, then in the gym for an hour and a half. You've got, like we said, nutrition meetings, meetings with the coach, planning the year's macro cycle you've got to plan. You're away for half a year. Yeah, you've got oh. training camps, you've got competitions. It's you're a full-time job, meeting, really. And then you've got to sort your nutrition. You know, it is a full-time job. Mm. And that's why I get, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, when people are always like, oh, you know, but what's, what's the real job or what yeah. you do after and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, me, and, me and Holly, my roommate always discuss and training partner yeah like we're always we say we're in the wrong sport because you yeah. see all these about you know the tennis players like young tennis players on millions and millions yeah. and it's like swimming's still got a long way to go in that sort of sense but yeah i wouldn't change for the world i love swimming yeah yeah no it does have a long way to go but i, I guess in a way it's it's nice in terms of you know if you do see footballers or people earning millions and millions at least you guys you know, you're, you're there, you're grafting, and that actually you're still doing what you love. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you see people who completely lose like, mm, yeah. any concept of what they're doing, whereas you guys are... You know, Stay pretty out. grounded, eh? No, I think that's true, and, and, you know, we're very fortunate that we get to do what we love as our job. Mm-hmm. You know, not many people get to do their hobby, or what was hobby at the start as their job. But I, I wouldn't say you guys are doing too badly. Like, we get by. We get by. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's sports that aren't as fortunate as yeah. us, and sports that are a lot more fortunate than us. But at the same time, you know, we're lucky that we can make it our full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about other sports, actually, recent appearance on Freshness Sport. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how did you find that experience? Because I've done it. I did it mm-hmm. last year, but 
Um, I mean, I was so, so nervous before <laughs> I went in. I was like speaking to like some of the runners. I was like, I don't, like, I don't know whether to be excited or nervous. Mm. And they're like, oh, you're going to have an amazing time. I was like, yeah. am, am I? Yeah. I was so nervous. But then I, um, I don't want to divulge too much information. Say, ah, I, know. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think how much you can say. They didn't tell me anything. Or maybe it maybe say that was... Say everything, not ruin the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly brief star gets you the inside scoop. Yeah, we'll be getting um, our own email from the email. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, they're shutting us down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. All right, so I won't divulge too much information, but I'll just yeah. say that I had a really good time. Yeah. And I don't know when, when the episode will air, but yeah. I'll let you guys know. What? What would you say your strengths are? You, are you surely into rugby now or do you have any other strengths? Oh, I wouldn't say I have any strengths. F1? Well, yes, F1. And an F1 question did pop up and I did get it correct. Ooh. But I, I, was saying to the, I was saying to them, they were asking like, oh, what are your weaknesses? And I was like, I don't really have any weaknesses because I don't have any strengths. You just have You can't have any weaknesses if you have any strengths. Exactly. So well, I guess yeah. swimming's one of them. Um, and I did pretty well on my swimming yeah. questions, which you'll see on, you'll see on it. Yeah. Um, but no, I do enjoy watching the F1, yeah. uh, rugby union, dabble in a bit of tennis, because we got to go to, uh, Speedo sent us to Wimbledon, sent us tickets to oh, Wimbledon yeah. this year, so that was like my first sort of tennis experience, which mm. I really did enjoy, good, yeah. Um, and like stuff, just like uh, gymnastics and Horse riding, do you follow horse riding or do you just enjoy it? As a- Not so much, yeah. I've never like competed myself, but yeah. you know I like to keep an eye on it. I remember you, this is actually not your. This is your first live appearance for the week three stuff, but we have had a snippet from you. Oh yeah. I seem to remember saying that I think it was boxing yeah. and gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. That were your. I would go and watch. Yeah. Did you? Did you get a chance to go and see anything at? Commies no, I think when Commies finished, we were straight out, weren't we? Yeah. It was very. It was very. I we were actually. Christ. Yeah, it was very COVID um, bubble vibes, which yeah, had to be straight fun. out of the village. But which wasn't fun. Um, one of my friends is a gymnast. Well, like we were on the Sky Scholarship program together, Joe Fraser. Oh yeah, he and was on he was on Crashing Sport with yeah. me, which was lovely. Yeah, when I walked into the green room and I saw him, I was like, oh, I can relax now. That's I know good. someone. Um, so I kind of like I'm clued up on sort of sports from the Sky Scholarship program, like um, athletics. Obviously, there's swimmers on there, para swimming rock climbing and bouldering we tried that out actually oh we did that in pre-season, pre-season didn't we? and honestly I take my hat off like the girl's called yeah. Molly oh my gosh I'm like, I, I follow her on Instagram and see her doing the stuff I was like, that's easy crazy. it's not easy no. it's not easy yeah, it's pretty tough on the arms yeah, yeah it is on your forearms yeah it's quite tough <laughs> you listen to the week freestyle I do listen to the week freestyle I that's a bit of a tricky question sometimes it puts people on the spot because oh, we, we, get, we get a guest no I'm an avid listener myself yes <laughs> I, I need to catch up on the latest one but mm. all the, the first season I was you'd send me the link and I'd be straight on listening wow. in fact I was listening to it at commies as well oh, that's very funny. well I can't wait to get I think we should get Dave on Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, our coach will get to bring the um, painting in as well. Yeah. Could do get a smidge on next time. Oh yeah, smidge would love to see what piggy village is saying these days. We would have to do the away day. That'd be some tricky content, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon we'd manage. Nah, smidge is a chatterbox. Yeah, yeah, she'd yeah. love it. Yeah, like we'll get get that set up. Nibbling all the guinea food. I don't know what they do. What do they do? I don't know. Always don't make or anything, but it's like. There we go. Did you get that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, well, well, one thing we do on the weekly freestyle yeah. is um, we have a place called Courtroom. Okay. I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but this is for anyone that's listened to every episode mm-hmm. and also any guests that comes on. 
Um, so welcome to the call room. It's uh, oh wonderful gosh. to have you. Okay, there. thank you. And the one thing we thought about doing for our guests on the show is in that call room. So like, it's kind of a metaphorical place. So it's whether you maybe for a race or something you're doing, some a big achievement in your life or just yeah. It's 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 kind of just it's a way we kind of try and round off our interviews with our guests. And basically, it's to get little short fire questions. And we're saying if you're in the call room, a what song are you listening to? What's your last snack before you head out? If you could have one person in there with you to fire you up, keep you relaxed, you know, whatever you want, have a good laugh, have a good chat. But it doesn't have to be swimming specific. So it, it, doesn't, oh, wow. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like your pre-race yeah. snack. It can okay. be like, for whatever reason, yeah. song, food, and who you have in there. Well, my song of choice would be anything by Megan The Stallion That's or Britney, or Britney Spears. Interesting. Uh, you know, just a bit of feel good. Big music like fan before you walk out for a race. Yes, I do like to have the headphones, headphones in. But off. sometimes when there's a massive crowd, I'd like to uh, take it in. Commies, did you not have them on? Or did you? Some have races, I had some. I had them on sometimes. Sometimes. Crowd was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sick. Um, what's another question? What my snack would be? Mm. Favorite snack. Or your meal. Or meal. Meal. Oof. But, but you don't have to think... Oh, yeah, we're not diving in the food. pool. Right. That's a good question. Steak. What about... Yeah, okay. steak. Uh, fair play. Steak, steak and chips yeah, and peppercorn sauce. That's oh. my favourite meal. But if we're talking about quorum situation, what do I like? Banana bread. Yeah. A bit of banana bread. Got a nice banana bread in the tree. Have you? So we can have a little slice off. Oh, this. that'd be lovely. Thank you. Nice George Tapley for banana bread. Oh, King. Tapley's a sort of decent banana. Yeah, so George Chaplin, who's been a guest on the pod before, he ran the bar at Half Marathon on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it finishes with a brutal hill climb up towards Alexander Park, I think. Yeah. And he went 1 hour 20, which is flying. Yeah, so good wow. on him. Shout out to, to, to Tapley. Oh, that's very impressive. And he stayed here at my house. Oh, um, nice. And uh, baby little banana bread. Oh, that's lovely. So we can all share a nice slice of them. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. And finally, have one person in the corner with you. Keep you relaxed, get you hyped up. Who do you want? Oh, that's a, that's a, that is, it's a tough question. Can I say smidge? Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to say smidge. Get smidge. <laughs> get him under your arm. Oh, I'd love that. It? She. She, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know, because I have like so many like close friends that yeah. I pick. I might go with Katie Shanahan. Oh. She likes to listen to a bit of this. Yeah, and she'll be good in the call room as well. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. just on the same level, yeah. keeping me chilled. Katie Shanahan's a swimmer up mm. in Scotland. Swims for... Swims she's at Stirling now. Oh, she's at Stirling she's now. She's at Glasgow. Yeah, really kind of personal scene, age, uh, like senior debut. Had a crack in ISL, I think, didn't she? Yeah. And then went and... Commie medal, European medals. Uh, Cheers. European medals. So, yeah, and just a, a great all-round gal. That's all you need in the ballroom. Yeah, exactly. So That's my problem. Kate Shanahan. Yeah, smidge. everyone needs a Kate Shanahan. Banana bread. Okay, yeah, we'll add smidge as well. Go on, Brittany. Cheers, that'd be lovely. Well, that pretty much rounds off um, our podcast. I don't know, Alex, if you have anything else to add? No, I didn't miss anything else. I was going to say thank you so much for coming on for our... Thank you for um, having me. It's been a, a wonderful chat yeah. in terms of yeah finding out bit more about yourself and, and I guess focusing on other things other than the swimming because I know that's probably what you talk about a lot mm-hmm. it's actually so nice to just hear about other things and again getting a, a real insight on mm-hmm. one of the top international athletes so great great to have yeah thank, thank you, you very, very much, much for joining us and, and yeah I'd say sometimes when you obviously do loads of interviews I do loads of interviews and it's kind of like you do go on to autopilot how was the race so this is very refreshing guys. yeah how was the training well I'm glad you enjoyed it so um, yeah no, thanks for coming we, on we definitely love to get you on at some point as Absolutely. well catch up see how the season's going and see how you are oh, that's lovely yeah good stuff get it in the diary thank you
Thanks. Good. Thank you, guys. Sign of seals. <laughs>